Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap, Fightful.com, here with the name you know. Amber Nova, you've seen her on NXT, you've seen her on Impact Wrestling, you've seen her a lot of places. Amber, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for the introduction, and I'm happy to be on here. So I have an interesting, kind of funny story about your Twitter handle and Instagram handle. Oh, okay, let's hear it. <laughs> I do a Q&A on Fightful Select every week, and one time somebody said, is Amber Nova really 46 years old? And I was like, what? Uh, what? And I was like, why would you think that? And they say, well, the 73. Is that the year she was born? I was like, no. no. Like, just look look at her thing. She owns, a, I think, a 73 Chevy Nova, right? Yes. <laughs> so there there was somebody who didn't didn't quite look, and they're like, man, Amber Nova looks great for 46 years old. Uh, you know what? Believe it or not, I've gotten those messages and comments personally on whatever Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. People have commented, were you really born in 73? And I was like, well, if you did your research and just look at my profile, you'll see that I drive a 73 Chevy Nova, hence my name and how I got it. So, uh, no, I was not born in 73, guys. I mean, hey, you know what? If you were fountain of youth, 40, right? 46, hey, good. <laughs> 46 is the new 26 in wrestling. You got Jericho and PCO and all these, our truth all these people are exactly. out there still wrestling. Exactly. So you've, you've been a little bit of everywhere. I mean, anybody who, who really seeks out independent wrestling will probably come across some of your stuff. You, I, I even saw a YouTube video of you and the now Zelina that has like over 400,000 views. Like, you that was like my first year of doing actual matches, my first year of wrestling that I wrestled um, Zelina, you know, Thea. So, yeah, I've gotten to work with a lot of incredible talent and learn from them, and that's where I am now. How does that make you feel when you see one of your matches, especially one of your first matches, one of your youngest matches, blow up like that online? Um, I'm so proud of her, and I'm, I'm happy for her, and I was happy for her years ago when she was – I knew she was going to be a big success and she was already on the road there. You know, she had worked with TNA impact wrestling prior and it feels good knowing that, Hey, I got to step in these, these in the ring with these women before their big time. And now just waiting on mine. 
And that happens with, with a lot of your matches, actually. You'll see them hit like 100, 200, 300,000 views, and that's not something, that's not a level of success a lot of people get to enjoy. Whenever you see that and you see something like one of your matches on your own channel doing exceptionally well, how does that make you feel? Does it make you feel validated? I feel, um, yeah, I feel, I feel good about it, and I'm happy for the woman and uh, my opponent, and I'm happy that all my fans like watch the matches. It makes me feel great, and it's I actually there's a match if everyone wants to, they can go check it out. It's a match I just did about a month a month or two ago. I wrestled a cruiserweight. He's not really well known. His name is Brian Atomic, and he wrestles and trains really hard out of the dojo that I wrestle at here in Orlando. Me and him just had a match for uh, my cruiserweight championship. And Diva Insider filmed it. So go to Diva Insider YouTube. It's Amber Nova intergender match. And it has like, I think half a million views. And that went up really quickly. And that was a, a good match I had with him. So you guys can check that out. Um, yeah, I've just been working really hard. Like I said, I've stepped in the ring with a lot of really good women. And to see these matches getting more views and people taking notice, these women have been working really hard and they're getting their time to shine. How did things change for you when the pandemic hit? Because you are an independent wrestler wrestling a little bit all over the place. I know you have a home base in Orlando, but how did that affect things for you? It slowed down like it would for anybody. When the pandemic hit, you know, I was supposed to go back and wrestle um, in South Africa, in Panama. I was supposed to go back to my international travel, out of state bookings. Um, I was finally going to have a match with Tessa Blanchard uh, with Cactus League Wrestling that I had just wrestled out in Arizona at the beginning of this year for them, January, February. And then everything, you know, obviously got shut down and postponed and hopefully it might happen uh, next year. So whenever you see that, how, how do things change for you personally? Like I, I, from what I remember in previous interviews, didn't you relocate to Florida just to pursue wrestling? Yes. So five years ago, I moved to Orlando with nothing but a Nova and a dream. I left my career job as a former EMT behind in the medical field. And uh, the last few years, it was really picking up. Like I said, last year alone, I wrestled in three different countries. I went to London, South Africa, Panama. I was just picking up my experience and um, just building my abilities all over the place. And then, yeah, this year really slowed things down. But I don't think it, you know, it didn't stop me in any way. Um just a little little speed bump on my journey. So, you've also mentioned in previous interviews that, that your father brought you up liking wrestling, and you kind of looked at some of the people like Sasha Banks and Paige and said, "You know what? I'm kind of their size. Maybe I could make this work." Was there beyond beyond that? Was there a particular match that made you go, "This is it"? Was there any particular thing, or were you always just like, "Man, I'd like to do that." Absolutely. Pretty much what you said. I watched wrestling since I was a kid growing up. Um, you know, I'd, my dad always had it on TV. My sisters, I'm one of five kids. I have a brother and three other sisters. They would go to the matches with us. Um, like we went to Savannah Civic Center. We'd see Batista and Rey Mysterio. We'd make posters and stand on the chairs with little girls. But um, they never really stuck with it. Even when I was an EMT, I still try to keep up with it and watch it. And I saw these beautiful, young women that weren't the size of China um, and they were wrestling. I was like, oh, wow. So, you know, I watched Trish Stratus, Victoria Lita, they're still much bigger than me. And they inspired me. And I was like, you know what? I've always wanted to do this. I want to pursue modeling. I want to chase everything I can at my American muscle car. I want to do all kinds of other things in pro wrestling. And I moved to Orlando with a Nova and a dream. 
So how, what kind of emotions go through your head when you're doing that? That's a huge move from the Northeast to Orlando, Florida. How um, are you ever scared? <laughs> I mean, that's got to be a, a bit intimidating at times. Oh, yeah. I moved here to Orlando completely alone. I had no friends, no family, literally just me and my Nova. I came here to pursue professional wrestling. The first year was extremely hard on me, um, not to mention just like emotionally, mentally starting over, starting new, but physically I'm beating the hell out of my body in a sport I've never done before. I was an EMT taking care of people that would get paralyzed. Now I'm the one risking myself and could get paralyzed. It was like scary. And I, I, it's, it takes a lot of determination and a lot of drive when your neck hurts so bad, you can't move some days. You just keep pushing through and keep pushing through until you become, you know, you're not playing wrestler. You become a wrestler. You learn, um, real technique the same mma moves i really into uh catch as can wrestling and yeah. learning all that style yeah that's me 100 percent. i like to really learn my craft and yeah it was extremely hard but it was well worth it is that something that you ever like want to pursue outside of maybe the gym that you're in because i mean there catches catch can isn't quite as prominent as it used to be but it is regaining prominence because of the blood sports and a lot of stuff like that there's even Raw Underground today will probably turn a whole new group of people onto Catch's Catch Can Wrestling. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I do. I train that technique. One, you know, one of my trainers is low-key. He's helped me. Oh, nice. And I just I try to learn from many different people and styles. Have you ever thought about maybe competing in Catch's Catch Can tournaments or anything like that? Like, in the future, is that something? Because some people, like, pro wrestling satisfies their competitive urges. Because maybe it isn't like, oh, I want to, to do this and win. It's, I want to do this and perform. How do, how do you feel about any of that? So actually, just two weeks ago, I was going to be a part of a jiu-jitsu tournament. Oh, and nice. it is Catches Can Wrestling here in Orlando, Winter Park, Florida. And it's the Safraterial Invitational. You can look up their Instagram. I even had the flyer. You check out my Instagram, AmberNova73. The flyer was posted. Originally, I was going to... Um, kick off the show in an ex expedition match with Lindsay Snow. She had to cancel, okay. and unfortunately, we had to replace Lindsay with another girl who then had to also cancel the family emergency. So we just didn't have an opponent to step it up with me. So we uh, we didn't do the match in the uh, exhibition match, and we didn't open the show. But I did uh, get on the mic and talk with people, and I did watch the whole event and watch all the guys kick ass and real grappling, real style. Um, so. I was going to be a part of that, but it didn't happen recently. So, but me and her would have, we would have really kicked off that show. Everyone was looking forward to it. How have you felt that that has accentuated your in ring or your training? Because I mean, I love catches catch can wrestling. That's how I was brought up. And you're a lot of times you're taught learn how to work without ropes in case you don't have any type of thing. You're never lost in the ring. You can always grab a hold. You can always go in and out of a pin. How has that helped you? Oh, ab absolutely, it's helped me. Um, like I said. I've trained with Low Key, Eva Elise, many others that have done like that grappling type of style, and I just love to just roll around. And um, I want to say like Raw Underground, I like what they're doing. I don't see that much technique because it's usually pretty quick. Yeah. But that's the style I like. Um, not relying on the ropes, things like that. You know, I can. I have just so many different holds you can grab and snatch, and so that's why I like. Um, catch wrestling i'm still a little confused on the raw underground thing because i don't know what ends a match there anymore i talked to a yeah. i talked to a couple wrestlers that were in it and they were like well i guess it's just when vent or when shane decides the match is over 
when he decides the fight is over, the fight is over. Uh, but yeah, I, a couple. Yeah, I don't know. They couple quick strikes, or somebody doesn't get back up, and yeah, it's quick. I, I love the concept though, because I think there are a lot of people, specifically people with catches catch can backgrounds. We see Marina Shafir and Jessamine Duke go in there, and Jessamine Duke had the best striking I've seen since that started because she's trained Muay Thai and MMA for most of her life. It, yeah. it really, it really helps out people. Uh, and you mentioned Eva Lee. She's popped up on AEW. Have you ever had any contact with them or any other companies uh, of late about maybe coming in during this period? Because you are in Florida right now. Yes, I know. I'm really local. I'm close by. Um, I just don't think now is a really good time for anyone in, in professional wrestling or entertainment in general. It's a pandemic. It's really hard. Um, I've been working really hard. Like I said, I've I've had matches with NXT Impact. I have been in contact with some people in AEW or other companies, but I'm not looking just to do extra work or be used quickly. I'm an asset. I'm valuable. And I'm waiting on that opportunity, hopefully next year for a real tryout and a real opportunity. So I just don't want it to go to waste. So you you mentioned you have worked as an extra many times. You, You did stuff with WWE. I know you wrestled Nikki Cross. You wrestled the Sky Pirates. How did those come about? Who who reached out to you to make that happen? Um, well, I re- I reached out to WWE. I I contacted them. They took a look at me and they booked me a few times. Um, and I was doing really good. They told me they really liked that I've been going international and I've been traveling, you know, wrestling in other countries. They said keep doing that, and that's what they said to me last year. And it was going good. I was going to go back on that track again this year, and then obviously the pandemic just slowed things down. So did you get any specific feedback from anybody? I mean, was there a language barrier between you and Kyrie and EO, or was it enough to put the match together? How did that work out? Oh, no, it was, it was good. Um, I had Serena and Sarah as our agents. Um, you know, they're the female coaches at WWE, and they helped us with the match and agenting. Uh, language barrier wasn't too bad. We could understand each other. Honestly, when it comes to wrestling, like my next – stop is japan i'm gonna work on going to japan next year that's in the works for me and it's more just a physical if you can understand it you know what you're doing language won't hold you back and it didn't for us and almost everybody that comes up now and ends up in wwe has been through japan at some point like it's it seems like a natural i don't want to say a stepping stone but a natural experience and one that seems to help people an awful lot absolutely i would agree the Nikki Cross match, how, how did that go? I constantly hear nice things about her. Like, very few people do I have just wrestlers drop in my DMs and be like, hey, she bought all the extras at NXT Pizza, or she really helped me out here and there. What was your experience with her like? Uh, it was great. I actually knew her before we even had that match um, prior, and my experience with her has always been great. She is super nice. She's a crazy bat, which I think was the best opponent I could have had for my yeah. first match at NXT. It was great. I know I got to really like shift into gear and she really brought that out of me, that Nova drive. And, and I loved it. And so it went good. My the only thing I regretted was that my wrestling gear was a little faded. The spray paint, the airbrush oh, I yeah. would do like myself. It was like, you know, last call, you get that call. You just get it. So I think a lot of people came to know you in, in the same way that I did. You wrestled an impact many times. You, I, I know you wrestled Ali, Sienna, uh, it was like when it was jumping back and forth between Impact and GFW, but you were you were yes. there. It felt like you were there for like a, about eight, nine months, and then we didn't see you again. How did you get brought into Impact Wrestling? 
Yeah, so they were doing their TV tapings over at Universal here locally, and they contacted my wrestling school. They're like, hey, you know, we're looking for some women that can work and can hold their own, and they said really nice things about me, and I proved that I could hold my own, so Impact Wrestling kept bringing me back. Also, you know, GFW, like it was in, in between, and I, yeah, I got to step in the ring with Allie, who's now in AEW, a lot of really great women, Ty Valkyrie, Rosemary, Sue Young, and I got my experience, and like I said, I was only like a year two years into wrestling at that point so it was pretty great for me yeah almost everybody that you worked that i remember are still involved i think maybe hanya is the only one that isn't but sienna she's in nwa and still doing really well ty is still on impact sue young is still in uh, impact do you keep in touch with any of those people did any of them help you out or give you any uh, positive feedback because several of them are veterans of the game at this point yes they were so positive they gave me feedback they helped me and I just love what women are doing, the heels that Brandy Road is doing in AW, the NWA, the women's movement they're doing. Um, I love the women's evolution and the women empowerment that's been happening this year. So many good things. Um, I like to focus more on the positive things than the negative things with the pandemic and the slowdown. Because, uh, like I said, I think this is just a speed bump in my journey, but I'm not I'm not stopping and driving through. So I'm doing all right. And we haven't seen you in Impact for a while. Do you think that was a product of their geographical location? Because I know after that, they weren't really in Orlando a ton. They were in Vegas and Tennessee and Canada and all that. Correct. Yes. Um, When I was there, you know, Gail Kim was my agent. I got to learn from her as well, which was amazing. I don't want to not mention her. And uh, yeah, location, everything like that really uh, changed a few things for my opportunity being local here. The thing I find interesting is you, you, you're you on TV almost every year. Like, I think 17, 18, and 19. And then this... Uh, yeah. About this once year, a year, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're popping up, and, and you can see your progression and your experience grow. This year, we saw you pop up at an Evolve show. So it's like you're, you're, hitting, a little yeah. bit of, you're hitting a little bit of everything here. You're, you're, and that's, that's the kind of place where, obviously... I don't want to say a stepping stone, but they've been bought out by WWE now. If you yeah, get in fr- great. if you get in front of the right eyes, that's got to be huge for you. How did you feel going into that? I felt great. Um, I have been in front of the right eyes and, and the right people pushing me on the right track. Like I said, they they told me your international travel, keep doing that. You're doing really well. I have um, I had a lot of things planned for this year that unfortunately, like I said, pandemic. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, put back but people don't realize how hard this really is half the most women that you do see right now making it they've been wrestling for almost 10 years and it takes a lot of time and experience to get to that level usually you mentioned your international travel where I don't want to say where all have you been but some of your favorite places that you've been maybe either places that you were excited to go or that that you didn't it didn't quite hit you until you were there uh, wow. Uh, London, like I said, um, wrestled for BEW, which a lot of, uh, a lot of well-known women, big names have wrestled for that company as well in London, South Africa. I wrestled in Joburg and Cape Town. That was incredible. And the hospitality, these people show you same with Panama. They were going to bring me back. Um, I was supposed to go back to Panama this summer. 
actually early like April and we've been still in contact. Panama's still bringing me back once travel is safe again. Yes, like the hospitality of these people, I've had wonderful experiences, nothing but good things to say. And the experience I got to learn with, um, I want to say wrestling the women in Panama, they were so humble and grateful and, and we and I got to teach them so much and I learned myself teaching them. It was amazing. Another thing I've noticed sort of about your travels on the indie circuit, you win a lot. And <laughs> this is, I mean, like I, I look at this and I, I'll look at, cagematch.net profiles and see how people in the indies are doing and like you're winning all the time that has to give you confidence that these various promoters not just one have an amazing amount of confidence in you as well to carry their torch and their brand thank you that's really well put yes um you know when i started out though i lost a lot i was wrestling women that were for instance, Zelina Vega, a lot more experienced than me. So when I first started, I lost a lot. But I got to wrestle these women that had so much more experience than me that then gave that to me and I learned. And then eventually, you know, everybody gets their time if you just stay driven and dedicated and you work your ass off. So, yeah, I really appreciate that. Actually, this year, I have had quite a lot of matches due to even though, like, the pandemic, because the last few months I've been wrestling a lot of shows here in Orlando. Every two weeks they were putting on shows Everyone had to wear a mask, of course, required. But at the yeah. beginning of the year, I was traveling. Um, I wrestled for Empower Wrestling. I wrestled Anna Jay, um, Lena Lennox. I wrestled uh, Cactus League Wrestling. So I was traveling a little bit. Arizona, I went to Georgia, Alabama, a few places. Then the shutdown happened. Then I've been just wrestling here in Winter Park. But I have not lost a match this year, actually. This year, while. I have not lost a match. I was looking up and down Wait, there. Wait, the year's not over yet. <laughs> if, <laughs> hey, not over if, yet. We, if we get another pandemic, you can just sit out the rest of the year, and you can say that you're undefeated no matter what. Like, well, that's different. I'm actually still wrestling and not losing. Undefeated. I would, <laughs> I would take it. I would I would get the plaque made, take the banana peel win if you can, win at all costs. That's <laughs> what's there important. Don't, don't defend and don't do it. Exactly. Uh, you you mentioned being an EMT. I had heard stories like from Cowboy James Storm about how he'd be wrestling Cassidy Riley, who was an EMT. Somebody would have a heart attack, and he would go stop the match, tend to them, and go back and wrestle. Have you had any sort of close calls at a wrestling event where you're like, uh, am I going to have to bust out some skills here? Um, When I first started, I remember I was doing a show... Um, out in Tampa, and, and I believe it was Veda Scott. She got a concussion, and I helped her in the back. I don't even think she remembers it, to be honest. Um, but I helped her and checked on her. There was a – yeah, there's only been a few times, like at training one night, um, one of the younger young kids, he got concussed. His dad picked him up, and I helped take care of him. Um, there's been a little bit of accidents here and there. This is a dangerous sport, and people think everyone can do it or anyone can. It's like – you need to be physically and mentally equipped for this. So not everyone can do this. But as far as um, I want to say knock on wood, like, you know, I haven't had to do anything too crazy. So I like safeties first. That's going from one really demanding, mentally, physically draining job to another. Did did that type of dedication prepare you at all for, for wrestling and what you were going to go through? I think so. Absolutely. 
um, with my basic life support and my experience in the past, you know, me wrestling, like I'm always aware of neck injuries. You can get paralyzed. There's so much that can happen. And like I said, the catch wrestling, it's easy to snap or break a limb. It's not that hard to pop a rib, just the certain technique. So when someone's doing that to me, I know how to position my body and, and make sure it doesn't happen to me and not put myself in that situation. But yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I've got some friends who do that and I constantly hear about the long shifts and really, and a lot of times it's a thankless job. I mean, you're, you're out there taking care of people, saving lives, doing all that. How did you feel making that transition? Cause I'm sure you put in a ton of work just to get to where you were as an ENT. I did. I went to college and I went to school. I, I paid all this money for certifications. I had my dream job. You're right. I used to work 24-hour shifts, 36-hour shifts straight, no sleep. Um, I was young then, so I didn't even, like, drink coffee or Red yeah. Bulls. You know, I just – I the pure adrenaline rush, like, would wake you up and you just went. You're not the you 46 the years old that you are now. No. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, so – uh, I, I loved it. It was an amazing experience. I actually still have patients now nowadays that will check on me on Facebook and, and check in and they still follow my journey. Like the firefighters, my partners I used to work with, they all check on me and they are so proud of me and they still follow my journey. And um, it's been good. And like, yeah, it was crazy leaving a career job like that behind for something like pro wrestling that's not guaranteed, but I'm not giving up and I'm working my ass off for that TV contract. But uh yeah, I just don't want to settle, and I want to make sure that people know I'm valuable. Is that something that you see yourself going back to after your wrestling career, whenever that may be? Um, Possibly. I always thought that, hey, look, I'll move to Orlando, my Nova and Dream, see if it works out. If it doesn't, I go back, and I, I retire, and I'll be happy with that. But I don't see myself leaving pro wrestling anytime soon. So you mentioned you're, you're after a contract. Is that specific? Like, would – is it WWE or AEW or bust for you or is ring of honor impact something like that as a, as a signed contracted talent, something you'd, you'd be interested in. I am open to everything. I'm interested in everything. Obviously your top brand would be WWE that I have worked really hard for, but I'm open to um, everything. So he had mentioned how they, they kind of gave you some feedback and said, yeah, keep your international travel up, stuff like that. Do you have any any regular contact with them? Because I know there, there have been some people, I don't want to say they kept them on ice, but they have said, hey, what are you up to? What are you doing? How are you, how are you staying busy, so to speak? Yes, I have been staying in contact. A little bit slowed down through the pandemic, which I'm okay with, and there's not much opportunity, or there wasn't at least. Things are slowly starting to pick up, but there wasn't much going on. When they were doing the TV tapings, they had no audience, so they did. So it's been really slow through that process. And um, like I said, now is not the best time. And when things do pick up again, they're going to need you know new faces and people to push. And I uh, used to want to be ready, so I continue to train, do matches, and haven't slowed that down. So I'm ready for that. We we saw some people unfortunately get released back in April. How does that affect you as somebody who's trying to get into the company when you see them scaling back significantly? Well, that means they're not hiring, <laughs> so that's not a good sign. But it's understandable with the pandemic that they have to, like you said, scale back. They've been making cuts. I think just today, yesterday, they they released a lot of production people. Unfortunately, that were foreload that they're not bringing back because they can't afford to. So we just have to see what's going to happen next year. And and uh, 
I'm hoping, you know, that I still will get that WWE tryout that I was talked about before all this happened. So, and, yeah, unfortunately, Sarah Stock was among those that was was let go. Um, we mentioned the tryout. I, I've heard from some people it's really physically demanding. Uh, I've heard stories about how Lacey Evans would t- use her marine experience and be like a drill instructor there. Yeah, I've seen that, and I love it. I want her yelling at me, and I want to be yelling right back, like, let's go, let's do this. I want to sweat and bleed, cry till I pass out. I'm ready for it. I know what it's going to take. I know. Yeah, you don't seem like the kind of person that's going to get blown up easy. You, you, <laughs> you, your cardio is insane. We, we see the videos of you at the gym. Like You always give people really good reinforcement and feedback and tips on, on staying in shape. It's a daunting task for some, but you seem like you're pretty excited about the idea of it. I'm I'm stoked about a WWE tryout. I want to cut a promo. I want to have a match. <laughs> I want to sweat to the point where I'm ready to pass out. I want to push myself's limits. I want to show them what Nova's got. So I'm, I'm I'll be ready. And you've had plenty of experience with people who have been in WWE, who have been through that process. Have you gotten any any type of tips or anything like that? I mean, Eva Lee, who you mentioned, she was through Tough Enough, the developmental system. She's been all around. She went through one of the most odd tryouts you could possibly have with Tough Enough. Uh, yes, but then she also had a, a recent tryout a year ago, if you remember yeah. that. About a little bit more than a year ago, I think it was. Um, but if you saw that she was in that tryout... I can't remember if Mercedes Martinez was in that same tryout with her. So. It was a similar one. I interviewed her right um, after yeah, she, it. She was she was trying not to say anything that would <laughs> get her. Yeah, get yeah, her in it was too very much sim- like around the same time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she shared her experience there, and it is it is extremely hard, and um, that's why I'm just training and preparing, and and I'll be ready. As we wrap up, uh, a couple more questions. I noticed in another interview you mentioned Shotzi Blackheart as a name that you just like wanted to face really bad. What stands out to you about her? What what drew you to to her and and what she's doing? Oh man, because she's just rock and roll, baby. Yeah. She's like, honestly, I think we'd have a killer match, but we'd also be even better tag partners. We have the same style and just so much with her character. I love how she comes out of the tank. You know, I'll go get myself a little Nova. We'll just cruise together and run people over. I'm cool with that. I just I just love her. She's such a nice person. Um, I worked a shine show with her in New York a couple of years ago. Um, we were all on the same show. We didn't work each other. But, yeah, I, I love her, and I'm so happy to see her getting this opportunity. A couple of reader questions that we got. Someone asked why you changed your name from Nova Girl to Amber Nova early in your career. So... When I was an EMT back home, I had a different Nova, and uh, I would drive around, and people always would see me like, oh, you're the Nova girl. You're the girl that drives the Nova. So I was like, okay, yeah, it's my nickname. I'm the Nova girl. But uh, my real name's Amber, and Amber Nova is just more fitting. I'm either called Amber or just Nova. Sometimes it's Nova girl, so just, just call me Amber Nova. But one or the other, it'll work, so. And another one, who have you learned the most from from a female perspective on the independent circuit within the context of a match? Was there anybody that you were wrestling and you're like, man, this light bulb's going off. Now this one, now this one, now this one. Man, so many great people. Um, Like all the women at Impact, like I mentioned, learning from Gail Kim when I was at NXT, um, learning from Sarah, Serena, uh, Io Shirai and Kyra saying the top two females from Japan, like it was amazing. I just, I've learned from so many different women. Um, I started at the Team Vision Dojo, like I said, 
um, Ivelisse, Mia Yim. We had a lot of women there. Santana Garrett was my first match. Um, I had a couple tag matches with her after that before she got signed. It's been, um, I've worked with so many great women. It's been, it's been amazing. Now, finally, you're a busy woman. Have you ever been much of a video gamer? Oh, yes. <laughs> I, um, I used to play World of Warcraft. Really? And Yeah. I don't think and a lot of people was... would have expected that. No, I guess not. <laughs> so Wild Bangarang is licensed with WWE, and they make all the superstars leggings. Well, before they got that license with, like, Marvel and, and WWE, I, I hit them up and was like, hey, I can be a brand ambassador for you. And they even made me my own signature Amber Nova Wild Bangarang leggings, which they're based out of London, too, which was cool. Yeah. I got to meet them when I wrestled there. But prior, I was like, I'm a huge fan of World of Warcraft. Uh, pink Power Rangers. I just posted like for Power Rangers Day uh, the other week. Um, yeah, my Pink that. Power Rangers leggings with Wild Bang Ring. And then I made the top and uh, the the gear myself, the gloves. Everybody's like, you know that's not the right helmet, right? And I'm like, yes, it's the only thing I found at Goodwill and I spray painted it pink. It was good enough. I couldn't find the helmet. But it looks really good for yeah, spray painting that thing. Right? It did. So, um, yeah, gamer for sure. Um that's how I got with the Wild Bangarang and the custom leggings, and they have like World of Warcraft. They've all kinds of fun ones. I um, big into Nintendo. Uh, let's see, James Bond, Goldeneye. Oh yeah. I would always creep uh, in <laughs> Goldeneye. Um, I, I don't know every Nintendo sixty four game you can imagine. Original Nintendo, Duck Hunt. Um, my my dad had arcade machines in our house growing oh, up. We had cool. Mortal Kombat. We had. Um, Street Fighter, Space Invaders. We would go through different arcade machines. So yeah, definitely gamer family for sure. Did you were there ever any wrestling games that you you liked back then? A uh, couple, but I was yeah. more into like other games. Uh, Ninja Turtles, I'd play that. <sighs> Turtles in Time um, on Super Nintendo was I, my favorite. What's funny is like I, I I I watched wrestling, but I didn't play a ton of wrestling sure. games. Um, but I still enjoyed it. We've seen a couple of like independent-based wrestling games come come aboard, like Virtual Basement and Retromania. Have they reached out to you, or is that something that you would like to do? Be in a video game? Technically, I guess I already have been. I have had a few fans create me in the yeah. WK, right? And they, man, I don't know how they do it. They really get the gear. Yes. My name on the gear. They get everything like identical, and I'm like, whoa, this is sweet. So I feel like I've already been created in like the WWE 2K and all the games, uh, and they and they'll tag me in it, and I really love it. It's so kick ass. So yeah, I guess I already have been. <laughs> that, that's exactly what Hot Sauce Tracy Williams said to me, and he was like, man, he's like, I feel like I've already been in one because they make it so well. And that one of those new games that I mentioned. They're creating everything by hand because they see how well people can do it. Like they're not even bothering with face scans anymore. It's it's amazing how how well people get at, at that and how adept they are. But uh, Amber, let the people know where they can follow you on social media, where where they can catch up with you. I know you got a pro wrestling tea store. You're a little bit of everywhere. Thank you so much. Um, well, I'm actually looking forward to my first out of state booking since February, and that's going to be with Hurricane Pro out in Beaumont, Texas. That's October 24th. Also, a new and upcoming show is called New Breed Entertainment. You can try to find them on Twitter. That's November 7th. They have some big names that they're in the middle of booking as well. So my first two out-of-state bookings, look forward to seeing you guys. And you can follow me on my social media, 
AmberNova73 on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and you can get geared up with me. I sell grease rags that I personally make myself, autographed posters, photos. You can shoot me a DM or email if you're interested, and keep rocking in the free world. Amber Nova, thank you so much. Until next time, guys, we're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.